Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Talk Recorded live. Hello, it's Mike, and it's nothing but the truth for man's journey to find it. Right. One man's journey to find it. Sometimes a very lonely journey. But uh, yeah, we're going to read some more of The Greatest Lie on Earth Proof That Our World Is Not a Moving Globe by Edward Hendry. Uh, yeah, there's. I think it was a shout out to some young man. I could find him. Sorry for the delay. Jonathan. I guess Mech. Mech to me's. Somewhere outside of Chicago. So that's somewhere close to. In the Great Lakes region, I guess. Like myself. This is YouTube channel. Jonathan McTemes. It's M-A-C-H-T-E-M-E-S. You knew read a book. A Guide to the Phantom Dark Age. And, um, I think it's absolutely wonderful. It's by Emmett Scott, E-M-M-E-T, Scott. And he presents a very, very persuasive argument that the 300 years, the Club of 300, from, what is it, 16-something to... No, not 16. It would be 6-something to 9-11 A.D. Those years, quote-unquote, the Dark Ages, were just tacked onto our calendar. And the, the archaeological evidence is supporting the fact that, well, the king there and uh, the emperor there and the the German Empire and the Pope decided to move it up 300 years to motivate I guess for multiple reasons, but one of us is to deal with the uh, Mohammedists, the Islam and its spread and for uh, several other reasons. So anyways, um, yeah, it is Quite intriguing and 
stimulating. Um, so once again, uh, this Jonathan, mectomies, Tim's, teens, mectomies, I don't know how you pronounce the thing. He's a much better reader than I'll ever be. Um, he read the book for us, so if, if he does spend a little too much time with his own uh, commentary, but you know, it's just it's his right to do that, so. My, uh, the two ladies, the chickens, the Bucky, the Buckeye, and Isabel, the Buff Brahma, are very spoiled. So right now they're really, uh, whining and crying. Went out a couple times today. Getting slowly getting there to that time, or hopefully can have them outside. But if they make this kind of noise outside, I got a feeling that uh, my neighbors aren't going to appreciate it much. Yeah, I want to read uh, Isaiah 14 again, but I think I want to read uh, chapter 13. The burden of Babylon, which Isaiah the son of Amos did see. And uh, I guess I'm just as guilty as Jonathan is when it comes to interjecting uh, one's own, I guess, agenda. I definitely should. I put it in the information box of Jonathan's YouTube channel, and uh, what I'm recommending is listen to his readings of the a guide, a guide to the Phantom Dark Age. Once again, by Emmett Scott. And I am very impressed with the amount of effort the man put into, uh, as far as proof of trying to present his case. And knowing the fact that they're willing to lie to us about such things as the Earth being a ball, the heliocentric model, lie to us about evolution, lie to us about the Big Bang, lie to us about a whole bunch of other things we know how it was our own present time, the twisting of history. Uh, what happened in World War II, Spelly's War, the, which is the Vietnam War, or the Korean War, and who actually won that? Who, who, who benefited the most in the Korean War? Which clearly is the Jesuits from the Roman Empire. Um, and this... Uh, Unholy crusade going on in the Middle East. When you look at the evidence that's presented in what's going to Emmett Scott's book, a guide to the to the Phantom Dark Age, he does present some persuasive argument that 
was, uh, Islam was a concoction of itself. Question and whether, well, I'll let you read it for yourself or listen to it. Another one of the reasons, too, moving up 300 years had to do something to do with this uh, Islam Mohammedists and their rampant spread, especially in the eastern leg of the Roman Empire, the Byzantine, as some people like to call it. Yeah, I want to read 13 and 14. Starts here, uh, the burden of Babylon, which Isaiah the son of Amos did see, lit up a banner upon the high mountain. Exalt the voice unto them. Shake the hand that they may go into the gates of the nobles. And I don't know what that means. I have uh, commended my sanctified ones. I have also called my mighty ones for mine anger, even them that rejoice in my highness. I don't know who that is. Hold on a second. My son's alarm went off. He's supposed to be coming tonight. His big brother, Kyle, is in the marching band. And I guess it's his first time doing it. He's a freshman. Good morning. Yeah, good morning to you, too. And, uh, plays trumpet, and uh, so my son is going to be there, I guess, his mom, so I don't know when they're coming back. Football games, when do they start? Do we run at eight or something like that? So anyways, it's one of those days, and it's been a rough couple, a week for me health-wise, because I have my has been pretty tough on me. Uh, for those that will listen to this in the future, uh, thank you. And those few half a dozen or so folks are into our dozen or so, maybe a couple dozen into my show. Thank you. Uh, definitely not much of a show, that's for sure. Just a guy just shared his journey with you. So. Um, those that helped me or wanted to help me in the Let's see, I don't want things to start popping up on me. Thank you. Those that support me, thank you. Uh, yeah, you know, it's one of those things. Uh, I'm not very popular, so it's okay. Okay with that. 
never was, and then I hope I never am. Although I've been uh, getting a lot of compliments on the gardens. Especially last a couple more weeks. As far as I started seed harvesting this week, so I got a couple bags full already of different seeds. Uh, Kill. Not interested. That's not good. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, but I'm still on. Somebody from Maryland. Weird things going on with my computer right now. Sorry for the delay. Really acting weird. I don't know why I keep doing that. Right. What the heck? This is being a slow. So we'll start here. Okay, uh, yeah. Burden of Babylon. Okay, we read the first couple of verses here. So far, nobody has. The noise of the multitude in the mountains, like as of a great people, tumultuous noise, of the kingdoms of the nations gathered together. And the Lord of hosts mustereth the host of the battle. They come from a far country, from the end of the heaven, even the Lord and the weapons of his indignation to destroy the whole land. How ye, for the day of the Lord is at hand, it shall come as a destruction from the Almighty. Seems to be more than one of the day of for the day of the Lord, for the day of the Lord. Therefore shall all hands be faint, and every man's heart shall melt. And they shall be afraid, pangs and sorrows shall take hold of them, and they shall be in pain as a woman that travaileth. And they shall be amazed one at another, their faces shall be as flames. Behold, the day of the Lord cometh, cruel both with wrath and fierce anger, to lay the land desolate. And he shall destroy the sinners thereof out of it. For the stars of heaven and the constellations, constellations, 
thereof shall not give their light. The sun shall be darkened, and his going forth, and the moon shall not cause her light to shine. And I will punish the world for their evil and the wicked of their iniquities, and I will cause the arrogancy of the proud to cease and will lay low the haughtiness of the terrible. I will make a man more precious than fine gold, even a man than the golden wedge of Ophar. <clears throat> Therefore I will shake the heavens and the earth shall remove out of her place and the wrath of the Lord of hosts and, the, and in the day of his fierce anger. And it shall be as the chaste rod and as a sheep that no man taketh up. They shall every man turn to his own people and flee every one into his own land. Every one that is found shall be thrusted through, and every one that is joined unto them shall fall by the sword. Their children also shall be dashed into pieces before their eyes. Their houses shall be spoiled, their wives ravished, ravished. Behold, I will stir up the meads against them, which shall not regard self silver. As for gold, they shall not delight in it. Their bows also shall dash the young men to pieces, and they shall have no pity on the fruit of the womb, not the fruit of the loom, but the fruit of the loom. And so we know where we get that phrase from, right? Their eye shall not spare children. And Babylon, the glory of kingdoms, the beauty of the Chaldees, excels shall be excellency shall be as when God overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah. It shall never be inhabited, neither shall it be dwelled in from generation to generation. Neither shall the Arabians pitch their tent there, neither shall the sh uh, shepherds make their fold there. <clears throat> So we're talking about the conquering and sacking of Babylon that happened 2,000 plus years ago. But wild beasts of the desert shall lie there, and their houses shall be full of doleful creatures, and owls shall dwell there, and setars shall dance there. So apparently satars, if we take the King James Bible literally, existed. It's even more interesting. And the wild beasts of the land of the islands shall cry in their desolate houses, and dragons in their pleasant palaces. Her time is near to come. Her days shall not be prolonged. 
So anyways, it says here, uh, her time is near to come. This usually means something pretty close. It's up to be going to happen soon. And apparently back then, they had dragons. Chapter 14, For the Lord will have mercy upon Jacob, and will yet choose Israel, and set them in their own land. Because we know that's what happened, right? And the strangers shall be joined with them, and they shall cleave to the house of Jacob. And the people shall take them and bring them to their place, and the house of Israel shall possess them in the land of the Lord for servants and handmaids. And they shall take them captives, whose captives they were, which we know, so there's going to be a reversal of roles here, right? The Babylonians took who captive? Oh, yeah, the Israelites. What happened after the sacking of Babylon? Oh, that's right, Jews took them captive, some of them. And they shall rule over their oppressors. And it shall come to pass in the day that the Lord shall give thee rest from thy sorrow and from thy fear and from the hard bondage wherein thou was made to serve. And thou shalt take up this proverb against the king of Babylon and say, How hath the oppressor ceased? The golden city ceased, and apparently the ancient Babylon had a lot of gold, didn't it? I wonder where all the gold is now. The Lord has broken the staff of the wicked and the scepter of the rulers. He who smote the people in wrath with a continual stroke, he that ruled the nations in anger, is persecuted and none hindereth. The whole earth is at rest and is quiet. They break forth into singing. Yea, the fir trees rejoice at thee, and the cedars of Lebanon, saying, Since thou art laid down, no feller is come up against us. Hell from beneath is moved for thee to meet thee at thy coming. It stirreth up the dead for thee, even all the chief ones of the earth. It hath raised up from their thrones all the kingdoms of the nations. All they, so that gives you something, all the kings of the nations, excuse me, not kingdoms. So all the thrones, all the thrones of the kings of the nations are somewhere in hell, huh? All they shall speak and say unto thee, Art thou also become weak as we? Art thou become like uh, unto us? Talking about who? Nebuchadnezzar? Son of Nebuchadnezzar? The Babylonian Empire? Pomp is brought down to the grave. The noise of thy vials and the worms is spread under thee. The worms cover thee. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, 
which didst weaken the nations. Apparently Lucifer is there hanging with them, I guess. Lucifer, the son of the morning. And they're wicking the nations and blind men like Nebuchadnezzar and his son and the rulers of Babylon. <laughs> Excuse me. For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation of the sides of the north. I will send above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. Isn't there an awful lot of uh, uh, dictators and rulers of this world in the past that all said the same thing? How many of us say that today in our pride and arrogance? Or always been that way? Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell, to the sides of the pit. They that see thee shall narrowly look upon thee, and consider thee, saying, Is this the man, not the angel, the man, that made the earth tremble, that did shake the kingdoms? that made the world as a wilderness and destroyed the cities thereof, that opened not the house of his prisoners. All the kings of the nations, even all of them, lie in glory, even one in his own house. But thou art cast out of thy grave like an abominable branch, as a remnant of the house of the, that are slain, thrust through with a sword that go down to the stones of the pit as a carcass trod another foot. Thou shalt be joined with them in burial because thou hast destroyed thy land and slain thy people. The seed of evildoers shall never be renewed. Perhaps slaughter excuse me, prepare slaughter for his children for the iniquity of their fathers. Then they do not rise, nor possess the land, nor fill the face of the world with, city, with cities. And apparently thou art in us as pomp and brought down to the grave the noise of thy vials. Worms is spread under, thy, under thee, and the worms cover thee. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down from the ground, which didst weaken the nations? And I, uh, I guess the impression that I get, but don't, don't, don't listen to anybody else. Just read for what it says. That this Babylon were Luciferians. They worshipped Lucifer and their reward, oh you know, yeah, they are a mighty empire, but they're all in hell. Yeah, I mean, 
I, you don't have to agree with me. I don't, you know, at this point, at this point, be honest with you, there's such, I have my faith in, in God, I have my faith in my Lord, Savior, Jesus Christ, and, and my Heavenly Father, and the, the Godhead, and the Father, and Son, and the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost. Uh, it seems to me that there's not much faith in myself or my fellow brothers in Christ at this point. I haven't got, never received much honest, meaningful, sincere fellowship or friendship from the church or outside the church. So it seems like we're so brain dead and so incapable of being truly honest about things. At the moment you challenge anybody's precious beliefs about something, well, they don't want nothing to do with you. A lot of people have a feeling that chapter 14 is talking about something other than what Isaiah is talking about, which is the Babylonian Empire. Am I saying that something like this is not going to happen again in the future? No. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying you would have to be intellectually dishonest to say it's talking about anything else. I would also make it a possession for the bittern pools of water. I will sweep it with the Bism of destruction, saith the Lord of hosts. And the Lord of hosts hath sworn, saying, Surely as I have thought, so shall it come to pass, as I have purposed, so shall it stand. That I will break the Assyrian in my land. I guess there's some people out there that feel that this is another name for Lucifer or Satan. I don't know. Or I could just literally say, you know, there was the Assyrians and Syrian Empire, and I will break the I will break the Assyrian in my land, upon my mountains, and tread him underfoot. Then shall his yoke depart from off them. Slavery, right? And his burden depart from off their shoulders. This is the purpose that is proposed upon the whole earth. And this is the, the hand that is stretched out upon all nations. For the Lord of hosts hath proposed who shall disannul it. His hand is stretched out who shall turn it back. And the year of the king Ahaz died was this burden. So whenever the king Ahaz died, this is when this burden was. The burden of Babylon. Is he the king of uh, Assyria? I don't know. I should look into that. 
But yours not thou a whole Palestina Palestine Palestina because the rod of him that smut thee is broken. <clears throat> I'm not mentioning this talk about these of the Assyrians or the Babylonians. For out of thy serpent's rod root, out of the, the serpent's root shall come forth a cockatrice, his fruit shall be a fiery flying serpent. And verse 22 of Isaiah talks about dragons. So then it goes in and talks about cockatrices, that, that uh, the fruit uh, shall be a fiery flying serpent. Are not dragons fiery, fiery serpents? That's the most logical thing going through here. Hey, how's it going, uh, Larry? The firstborn of the poor shall feed, the needy shall lie down in safety, and I will kill thy root with famine, and he shall slay thy remnant. So we go back to the first uh, verse 29. Talks about that Palestina, because the rod of him that smites thee is broken, as by the Assyrian. Just a few more verses ahead of it. For out of the serpent's root shall come forth a cockatrice in his fruit. So the root, serpent's root, next verse, and will kill thy root with famine and he shall slay thy remnant. He being the cockatrice, I assume, that's be the most logical thing. So, uh, apparently these people were raising something like a dragon of some sort. Some people say it's a cross between a chicken and a, uh, a lizard. I don't know. Heck, who knows? Things have changed so drastically over the years that we don't have no idea what a thousand years ago was like. How, O gate, cry, O city, thou whole Palestina art dissolved. For there shall come from the north a smoke None shall be alone in his appointed time. Uh, and usually we talk about appointed times, usually it's like something to do with death, usually. Doesn't mean it is, but since the first before it is talking about being slain. can only assume that that's what he's talking about, but it's always dangerous, of course, to assume, so I don't know. But if we just read it the way English language is meant to be read, usually the paragraph or the sentence after the previous 
sentence uh, reinforces or you know makes it coherent. If there's coherent coherent connection between the two. What shall one then answer the messengers of the nation that the Lord hath founded Zion, and the poor of his people shall trust in it? Sounds like a good place to be. Uh, the poor of his people shall trust in it. Found his Well, Anyways, we get into this reading. So, yeah, this... Good, Larry. If you want to join me, you certainly can. Um, tonight I'm going to get into this reading. We're on page three... Five, four, and I'm gonna make sure what uh, re. It's I guess he's now uh, connecting. Uh, it's identifying the conspirators. It's chapter twenty-three of the greatest lie on earth: proof that our world is not a moving world. Henry. Edward Henry. <clears throat> and I know that some of the people like that I like uh the middle of my show and all that, you know, have a an issue with him because he's all well, he's a lot of people and I I plan on having him on the show, but if he still wants to, but if he doesn't want to, I'm just gonna do it. Uh too strong of an anti-Semite, I guess, but even that's a wrong term. He just... I know my research, the dark side, is led by synagogue of Satan. The rulership, the leadership of coming out of Rome. It's kind of hard to deny that at this point. So, so we're talking about this. The extermination of the Ukrainian kulaks was directed by from the Kremlin, where the Bolshevik leadership lived in family apartments and maintained a fraternal atmosphere uh, fused by collectivist idealism, i.e., their egregore. This is how historian Simon Sebag Montefiorio, that's how you pronounce it, the scion of the elite British Jewish family, describes the scene during the Holo Mordor. So the Holo Mordor. Of course, he doesn't mention that most of the main players were Jews. The party was also a family business. Whole clans were members of the leadership. This pitiless fraternity lived in a sleepless frenzy of excitement an activity turned by adrenaline and conviction. Regarding themselves like God on the first day, 
they were creating a new world in a hot red frenzy. That was a quote, and that quote is Stalin, the court of the Red Tsar, page 40 and 45. The Soviets did not raise synagogues because communism expressed the Jewish egregore. Christians and Jews apparently do not worship the same God. The Christian God represented by Jesus is universal love and brotherhood. The Jewish God has been supplanted by a Kabbalistic egregore that quote, services, and a quote, elite Jews only. It represents their ruthless, psychopathic urge for world dominion. The same egregore, the desire to supplant God, animates the new world order. The idealism of the brotherhood, of brotherhood and camaraderie that is commonly propagandized in communist circles is just so much window dressing that conceals a satanic deception. Hey, oh, there he is. Hey, Larry. I just opened you up, so. Oh. Uh, hey. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well, it's interesting, though. You know, one of the things that just this last line says about uh, uh, this idealism of brotherhood and camaraderie. Oh, uh-huh. hold on a second, will you? My son just showed up. True. Very interesting author, I must say. It's a very unique style of writing. And you can tell he's pretty well studied, you know. And I think All right. You still there, Larry? Larry, you still there? Says you hung up. There you hung up. Anyways. Uh, Yeah, okay. So what are we going to say? Oh, you know... I was thinking about this, about these liberals, quote-unquote liberals. 
And uh, I've noticed that these people that are quote-unquote liberals are some of the meanest-spirited people that I've ever met. Honestly. And I'm not just saying that to be flippant or, you know, the beast is a guy that's, you know, ultra-conservative type person. I'm not. Um... But I have noticed that, like, uh, my friends in the past, and this is my past before I came, the Lord got a hold of me. And when I was married, uh, it had a lot of people from all different, I guess, backgrounds. A lot of them were very liberal, gay, and all that kind of stuff. And they were, turned out to be, when I look back at it now, some of uh, the truly hypocritical and mean mean-spirited people that I've ever met. So, and I'm not even getting involved with the, the whole gay agenda thing, the LBG, whatever name, whatever. LB, lesbian, whatever. Um, I just noticed that there's a, been a very cruel behavior And a very uh, hypocritical, too. Very hypocritical. They expected everyone else to be very tolerant of them, but they were never tolerant of anyone else that showed uh, uh, any kind of disagreement in their lifestyle or or their opinions. I mean, a lot of them were like fans with like people like all things like Madonna and her pornographic books that she did and all that other stuff. And, oh, okay, we, anyways, just slow. these are the people that he's talking about. Whether they're Jewish or not, I don't think it matters as much as they got the spirit of Antichrist in them. Come on, bud. Let's go, you got to get pee in bed and uh, get your pajamas on. You got to get some sleep. You need to rock and roll. Rock and roll right to bed. So, come on, get your pajamas on. Close the blinds here. So, you're tired, aren't you, buddy? That's not good. You want me to look at it? Sorry. Well, if it's let's see, you got an eyelash in there. Let's get your clothes on, buddy. I don't want you sleeping in your shorts. We can wear them tomorrow. How's that? You want to put your pajama top on? You want to wear that? T- I- I think the best is put your pajama top on, buddy. Then we'll say our prayers. And I bet you you'll be out by the time I get done saying my prayers. You got a birthday party to go to, huh? Yes. But you're... Here you go. Here's some juice. Water down juice. Water down juice. Sorry, right. 
Let's say our prayers. <clears throat> Dear Day Father, the true and living God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of Noah, Moses, Job, Ezekiel, Isaiah, the God of the Old New Testament, the God who created the heavens and the earth, who divided the waters from the waters of the firmament, which your moon, your sun, stars are. Almighty God, the God of life, Almighty God, who breathes life into man, gives us, gives and takes us away, who bless and allows adversity. We ask that you be merciful to us, Heavenly Father. This night, protect us, protect us through our lives. Help us to grow in strength and faith in your only begotten, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who did come in the flesh and paid for our sins, rose from the dead, and has triumphed over Satan and Lucifer, the evil one. Almighty God, please protect us from the evil one and his minions. Thy will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Always your will will be done. Almighty God, you are our only hope, our only shield of defense, our only hedge. Almighty God, please protect us all and bless it. Protect us, our neighbors. Please watch over Chase's mom and his brothers and sisters, his granny Adams and Anna Fran and his friends. Watch over this neighborhood, Almighty God. I beg of you, be merciful to us. Thank you for the beautiful gardens you gave us, the chickens and the budgies and the fish. Thank you that we have roof overhead. Thank you that our needs are met. Thank you for that we did not go hungry today as we did not the day before. Almighty God, be merciful to us all. We are nothing without you. We are nothing without you. You're only begotten, our Lord and Savior. There is no hope outside of Christ. There is no hope outside of Christ. Oh God, watch over my brothers in Christ. Help us grow in faith and strengthen each other. Almighty God, be shine your merciful grace upon us. Thank you for the faith you've given us. Thank you for salvation and Christ. Thank you that there's hope in a lost world. Thank you for my son, Heavenly Father. Please bless him that he will grow up to know you and be able to do that which is pleasing unto you. 
to follow our Lord Jesus Christ. What can a man say to you, God, except all praise and glory go to you? Your only hope in all things. Thank you for this opportunity to pray, God. Did you get another haircut? All right. Well, this has been a strange show. It's been a strange show. Looks like uh, Larry's back. Oh. Amen. All right. Let me open you up here. Hey, Larry. I thought you left. <laughs> yeah, no. No, some I got dropped, and I... You know how these things are with technology, but... Uh, no, I was I was wanting to listen to this book. Of course, I haven't had a chance to, to read it, and uh, I wanted to pick up what pieces I could um, in my incremental time that I've got to <laughs> do this stuff, but I, I'm... I'm so impressed with this other book I've been reading through by the same author. You know the one I'm talking about I, that we're getting ready to do, and thinking, you know, oh, this what, guy. Oh, what's the name of it again? The Anti Gospel. The Anti Gospel. You know. Okay. All right. And uh, so I'm so I'm so impressed with him on this side. I'm thinking, wow, I got I'm going to have to listen to. I'm going to have to listen to your archives, go back and listen to your other programs because I want to hear what this guy has to say. Um, Because I like, I mean, he just seems really sound. You know what I mean? Yeah, he is. Uh, I mean, it's you know, the only complaint I have is that, you know, this book is that uh, he focuses so much. Well, I don't know. Let's see what goes Maybe he's got maybe he's got a valid point in all of it, but it seems to me like it's supposed to be a book that's proved that the Earth is not a ball, and we're talking about the Jews. So, yeah. <laughs> Which, by, by, by the way, he has he has a valid point in it all. I'm not saying he's not right about what he's saying about the Bolsheviks and you know, the communism and how. I mean, I I can't say that he's not right that it was Christian churches that were being torn down and the synagogues were being left. Up, that's a big red flag to me. Would that be a red flag to you? Yeah, well, it's like you know, brother. You know, like I, I don't know if you got my email or not, but I, I get so frustrated uh, over trying to validate, you know, history because there's so many voices out there. You know what I'm saying? There's so many voices, and it's just. I t- I would tend to, you know, I would tend to come near being able to get my arms around those who have a historic view, of course, than all the other voices. Okay, and so, you know, if if the person is giving a historic view, just like this guy is, and I did listen and I watched the other video that you, the Phantom thing, and. Uh, Really interesting stuff, but the biggest challenge I have is trying to, uh, you know, like we've talked before, is 
as long as you can validate things uh, with the Bible, you're in good stead, you know. So, yeah. Well, you know, the, the guy uh, Emmett Scott. I don't think is actually even a Christian. I think he. Uh, yeah, that's what I'd, I'd heard him say. He's not coming from. He's in other words, he's not trying to give a systematic theology or something. He's coming from more of a. A his, you know, really a historical perspective. Um, yeah, and I, and I listened to the whole series, believe it or not. Wow. Most of, and uh, of him reading it, because it's not that long oh. of a book. Okay. Um, but he's apparently he's a pack full of uh, of uh, sources and uh, uh, yeah. So and this guy spent a lot of, a lot of time researching it, and if it is the case, which by the way. One thing it, I did get out of it is that the Dark Ages is really, uh, in a way, is an assault on Christianity. Because they try to make it sound like, because of Christianity, they went into the Dark Ages. Not him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the historicists, the, the, the historians that are giving their the official narr- narrative. So right. Um, right. I don't I don't know. I mean it takes more time but I would not be surprised. I would not be, be you know if they are willing to lie about what this place looks like. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it's like you know I was just talking to Walt today about that. I said, you know, look of all the things we've been lied to. I was telling Rosette the other day, you know, we've been lied to about We've been lied to about creation. We've been lied to about, um, you know, heliocentrism. We've been lied to about the salvation, and and we've been lied to about election. And we've been lied to in education. You know, it wouldn't. You know, how many other things have we been lied to? And we don't even know yet, though. We've been lied to about them. I mean, well, we Word of God says, you know, let every man be a liar and let God be true. Yeah, yeah. You know, is it? It's you know when we see how they doctor history in our own present time. Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, we we don't know exactly what's going on. They don't let us oh. know what's exactly going on out there and their their machinations and their dealings. You know what I mean? And they That's they right. give us a. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, they got this. They got. Hillary Clinton is supposed to be a Methodist who has a Jesuit priest who's going to be, or a Jesuit, who's going to be uh, her vice president. And I didn't, I, I, you know, I have not watched television for over five years now, but today I had to go get my car, the oil changed, so I was in the waiting room, you know, waiting for it. Yeah. And yeah. sure enough, they had this stupid television blaring. I actually brought my King James Bible was trying to read. There's a reason why I ended up starting reading the, 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 uh, Isaiah 13 and 14 in the show, because that's what I was trying to read then. <laughs> I couldn't do it. <laughs> it's the mind control of that stupid box. But one of the things they had, uh, her uh, a vice president, potential vice president nominee, uh, to start... Uh, I guess calling he's calling him uh, 
Trump some names in Spanish. And I was thinking, well, <laughs> of course, you know, well, those these guys can speak multiple languages. They're, they got high yeah. IQ. So yeah. it's, but people were just like, yay, and cheering them on and all that. And I'm thinking to myself, it's such a, everything, it just, it's I like just, a big, like a big charade or a drama or something. I don't know. It's just yeah, it is, and everything is just twisted. It's just like, uh, what's the latest sensational tabloid, uh, you know, garbage that we can throw at people? You know, nothing that's going to empower them in any way, and uh, you know, you got. Uh, you got Trump on one side is handled by the same people that are handling um, Hillary Clinton, and that it's Rome. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, you know, I guess the argument. I guess I, this is what I want to talk to, uh, just for the sake of understanding my world. I guess talk to Hen- Henry about because I said, you know, it seems to me. That there's an unholy alliance between the synagogue of Satan and Rome, and uh, yeah, you know. Well, I, I totally agree with that. I mean, and I think Henry, I think he would agree with you too. I mean, I think he, you know, it's apparent. It's very apparent that there is. I mean, with what's going on up there, you got that video. I think you know. I mean, why are they trying to bring all of this together? Well, because it's all ordained of God, basically. I mean, but I mean, that that's an easy answer, I know. But I mean, we do see this alliance. And it's going to, it's going to, it's going to, I can guarantee one thing. It's going to come under, it's going to come into fruition because God said so. You know? Yeah. God said so. And I think, I think, uh, you know the the darndest thing is too is I mean I have I have sympathy and empathy for the for everyone whether they're God's elect or not because you know it's like and I understand that and maybe what we're witnessing is that what what you know the sins of the generation prior, you know, the fathers, you know what I mean? Yeah. As yeah. they, they allowed and they, to have this, uh, uh, you know, a complete separation of the word of God from our education system or from, and oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, it is, I mean, for a guy like me, I mean, uh, I, I mean, if it wasn't for, you know, a guy like you showing up, God bringing you in my life in, in his way of doing things, uh, would I even known about election? Probably not. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't have enough sense to read it in the Bible. Maybe I would have. I don't know. But it seems like it's like a very the journey to find the, tr- the truth, which is Christ, obviously. But it's also you know all his you know as much as his truth that he's willing to reveal to us in this. Life that we well, have, and, that, and you know that's that's one of the things that I think that uh, is so remarkable about the providence of God is 
and and I and when I say this, I hesitate to say it because it sounds like I'm being a smart aleck, and I'm not. That's my int- that's not my intent. My intent is to try to just give all glory and praise to to Christ. But you know, in the in the realm of the kingdom of God, there aren't any ifs. You know what I mean? There aren't any ifs. I mean, what I mean by that is that uh, when you, you know, and I sure, you know, I, I would really like for you to meet some of these old absoluters, these people they call hard shells. You would get, you would get uh, a really a joy out of being around them because I mean it's amazing because you know they God has given them to understand that God has no contingency plans and there's no there's no what if what ifs with God because everything is absolute absolute decree and so uh that's where I gain so much comfort in these times what you're talking about where we're living that that, that um you know the sins of the fathers and the sins of the sons and all of that um God has a purpose in all of these things, you know. And people want to qualify. In other words, I find this, of course, very much so in some camps. And I'm, I tr- I'm trying, uh, I'm trying to. <laughs> I shared this with, I'm, I shared this with Walt today. I call my dad. My dad will be 89 years old in, on the second of September, and I, you know, he always has a little tidbit of wisdom for me every time I call him today talking to him and he said uh so how are you doing he goes well you know what's the most amazing thing to me in the whole world after 89 years of living and I go what's that and he said how anyone's been able to get along with this old rascal <laughs> <laughs> And he said, "Larry, I'm serious." He goes, "How can how?" He says, "You know, people have had an awful lot of tolerance and grace and patience to have to get along with this old man." And he says, "You know what? It's not getting any better." Well, what I'm hearing him say is the same thing I'm experiencing, and I'm thinking, man, if I ever live to be 85 or 86 or 80 or 70 or whatever. Am I going to have the same experience? In other words, our depravity becomes more and more apparent the older we get because we see how righteous and holy and perfect and and glorious Christ is. And once we see the glory of Christ, our depravity is so highlighted by that that we we just... You know, we, we're so thankful for what he's done for us, no question. But um, I didn't mean to go down a rabbit trail, and I apologize. But I, I, I do think that when we when we look at our lives, uh, it is, you know, it is so so apparent that everything, everything is orchestrated, absolutely orchestrated by God. There are no second causes. He is the first cause. Well, that's what he means when he says, he's, I am the first and I am the last. 
You know, there's a whole group of philosophers out there and theologians and people that, that want to talk about first God of first causes, God of second causes, and, uh, you know, permissive wills and, you know, and, and secondary wills and, you know, but you know what? God is. God is. He says, I am that I am. And so anyway, uh, I think that is really, during this yeah, whatever time we're living in, but the, for us, the 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 things that we're facing, like you were just talking about going and getting your oil changed, the things that we see before our face are so apparent, and we I have to look at it and I have to I have to smile and I have to say, you know what? Why am I surprised? God has told us all this is going to happen. The the question is, just like you're bringing up, is the timetable. The question now is, you know, <laughs> and, and I don't know that, I think God has not revealed it. But in other words, what I think he's given us some signs of what the timetable is. But I, I don't think that any of us know clearly. And I think he's he, I think he has hid it from us. Now, I think that other people have hid it from us, too. Don't get me wrong. And I think that there's a lot of consp- you know, conspiring and such satanic activity. But even in the midst of it, God is the one that reveals things and hit, hides things. So, anyway, that's... Yeah, I, I, agree. I agree with you. I think it's... Uh, yeah. <clears throat> just, yeah, predicting... How can we... Let's see. Well, I, I'm gonna. You know what I'm gonna do? You say uh, I'm gonna end the recording, and then I'm gonna try to call Edward. Oh, great! That'd be wonderful. You two, you two, two can meet each other. Oh, that'd be great! I'd love to meet him. Don't you love an extra hundred dollars in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 